You're listening to the Tri-State Sports Beat on Anchor FM. Welcome to the brand new episode of the Tri-State Sports Beat. Nick, Joe, and Scott all here today. And we have some football to cover. Preseason football, week one. Jets against Giants. Giants got the home stand in this one at MetLife. Um, What do you guys think? All right. So weather delay. Yeah. First of all, that hour rain delay, weather delay, whatever, kind of sucked. So it felt like we were watching that game for a... Four hours seemed like, you know, but let's, you know, the Giants won. Giants beat the Jets 31 to 22. Let's start with the Giants first because we haven't talked about the Giants in weeks. So, Scott, welcome back. Giants, as always. Thank you. Giants fans need to uh, rescind their tickets from Canton, settle down. It's preseason. Yeah. The Jets' backup defense is terrible. So bad. God-awful. Terrible. Terrible. Daniel Jones went 5-for-5, five five, 67 yards, and a touchdown on his only I'll drive. Give it, I'll give it to him. He made some nice throws. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Just the preseason. It's the preseason. Giants fans are – the They already wanted to be the starter. Patch Firmer's already like, okay, settle down, please. Like, everyone chill yeah. out. Just pump the brakes a little. Like, Eli threw – what was he, one for one, I think? No. He was uh, – was he one for one? I don't know. But I think Giants he threw one pass. Booing, the, booing after um, the first drive, they uh, ran the ball on first. I think he threw the ball on second. Um, There's a holding penalty, and then they ran a draw on third and long on third down. And the Giants fans were not happy. It's preseason, people. It's the first game of the preseason. Please relax. Plenty, I we, more, plenty more football to go around. I know we've been dying for football for months now, but Giants fans already seem like they're in midseason form. Yeah. <laughs> Which, wow. Um, their starting defense was not great. Of course, the Jets got the ball first. They went down the field and scored on a seven-play, 76-yard drive. We'll get to that when we cover them in a minute. But the backups were actually pretty promising for the Giants because they had two turnovers and two sacks. One was by, you know, the standout, I think, of this game for the Giants was rookie linebacker Jake Carlock. He had a sack and a pick six in the game. So I think he was from – I think he's from Stony Brook, I believe. I could be wrong, but mm. – but, um, yeah, I think you're right. I, both against Davis Webb. Oh yeah, he was oh, a, he was a he was abysmal. Cut him. We'll get to that because we're gonna talk about the Jets a little extensively, a little bit. But you know, the big story was Daniel Jones. You know, the Saquon didn't play. Eli played one played one snap. Um, let's talk about the receiving core a little bit. T.J. Jones kind of had a good game, so you know I could see him getting some some reps with the first team, maybe even him playing when the season starts because they will have no Golden Tate. Who knows about Sterling Shepard? And they don't have Corey Coleman because he tore his ACL and he's out for the year. So they have, they do have some kind of – they have small options at the wide receiver position. They're not great. They're not household names. But TJ Jones has played in a couple of years in this league, and he can do it at a consistent level, Who I guess. Who did he play with before? The Lions. Yeah, he played in Detroit last year. To be honest, I've never heard of him. And Notre Dame wide receiver. He used oh. to be. Ex-Notre Dame wide receiver. But anyway. Um, Giants' next game is against Chicago on Friday. Let's talk about the New York Jets now. Positives. Starting offense. 
four for five, 68 yards, a touchdown. Sam Darnold for Sam Darnold. This offense looks like in midseason form. Of course, like I said, they went seven plays for 76 yards. A little downfall, though. Brian Winders got hurt. That's fantastic. Yeah, not great. Shoulder injury. Uh, we have nothing really to say about that. Honestly, no. if there's one GM that's going to try and do something about this, it is uh, Joe Douglas. Exactly. Former offensive lineman. Loves his big offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. We already saw it in the yeah, acquisition of Alex yeah. Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Khalil. Or is it Ryan, Ryan Khalil? Khalil. Ryan. Ryan Khalil. Sorry, wrong brother. <laughs> um, but uh, hopefully... Winters is all right. Yeah. Uh, Sam got away with his first pass. Uh, Jabril Peppers, um, as Sam said, probably could have had another pick six to open the season. Yeah. Which is honestly kind of funny. <laughs> all the uh, all the reporters in the press conference, I was watching the press conference last night, and uh, someone asked him about that first pass, and he goes, "Yeah, I, uh, I, he thought that Quincy could have made the catch. We threw the ball more outside towards the sideline, but he, threw, mm-hmm. he said he threw it too inside, and he said if." Jabril Preppers picked it. He probably would have had another pick six. To yeah, probably. Season, so, um, but thankfully he didn't. And then the drive was able to continue. And it looks like the chemistry between Darnold and Jameson Crowder is Jameson Crowder. Amazing. If he can stay healthy, is going to be an unreal signing. And you know what? And it's weird because when we when the Jets first signed him, we were like, okay, you know, it's it's okay, it's fine. You know, once you see Jameson Crowder is an okay to, player, but once you once you're able to see what he does with a quarterback that could, yeah, like Darnold that mm-hmm. could. Throw it deep to him. Yeah. It's ridiculous. The starting defense got a three and out to start. That was their only drive. The backup defense. Boy, wow, they need work. We need depth. <laughs> Greg Williams was probably fuming. Oh, he was probably so He mad. was probably. I will pissed. give a credit to Frankie Louvu. Made a great yes. uh, yeah. force fumble. Um, he was good. That was that was a very nice play. That was their only, that was their only turnover, I believe, of the game. Quinn and um, seemed to have a good game. Mm. He, I think he's going to be. People were asking if they see Quinnen like having a big impact on this team. I don't really see how, as a number three overall pick, he doesn't play a lot to have a big impact. Well, I don't think he's yet. He has yet to play with the first team, in, even yeah, even in camp. Like, you know, he should at least get some a lot of reps with mm-hmm. the first team in training camp. Like, I don't really know what they're waiting for at this point. He's been there for know. two weeks. I'm well, not sure. Like, are we going to play Steve McClendon over Quinnen Williams? I think they. I mean, as far as it looks right now, I think that is might. the thing. Like, there's no like standout guys on the line. Like, I guess from the sense of pass rushing, but there's a lot of depth there. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Henry Anderson, Steve McClendon. Here you go, <laughs> Henry Anderson, <laughs> Steve McClendon, Leonard. Yep. Um, Jordan Jenkins, if you want to consider mm-hmm. outside linebacker. Brandon Copeland, they're there. Yeah. Copeland and Jenkins Quinn, are the starting um, outside linebackers. Jakai Polite, if you want to. I don't. Did he really do much last no, night? I didn't really hear much about him. Last he night. uh, he has he's had a pretty slow training camp. I think he had a, he had a couple good practices. Last he is week. from last last thing I heard, he's working with the third team. Yeah. So, um, but you know, Blake Cashman, I think is gonna be really good. Yeah, we'll talk about Blake Cashman right now. I think he was the standout for the Jets in this game. He didn't mm-hmm. do much. He had two tackles, but me and Joe and I were watching the game last night at his house and. We saw him every down. Yeah. Saw him every play. He was all over the field. You knew he was where crazy. He was. Yeah, he was crazy. He's in, I I was a person who ripped that pick for McCagnan because I thought there was no point to it, especially you know having C.J. Mosley and right. Avery, and uh, I just didn't really get it. But like you know, watching him, he'll be a really good special teams guy. He's been getting reps in the nickel package and uh, um, mostly to cover. Yeah, in um, training camp, probably to cover tight ends. Mm-hmm. 
and running backs coming out of the backfield. Um, I, I really do think that, that could have been a good pick for McKagan. He yeah. didn't really go for need. He went for uh, best probably available. best player at that point. What was he fifth round pick? Believe so. Believe so. So he was kind of a standout last night. And let's talk about one other nice positive before we get to the absolute negative of last night. The play calling in Adam and Adam yeah. Gase's debut was absolutely beautiful. That we play. haven't seen we haven't seen anything like that. No, not especially the, the you know the yeah the Jets have failed to be creative under Rex Ryan, defensive head coach. Todd Bowles, defensive head coach. That play call on fourth and two going down the going down to score on oh with Simeon and to uh yeah. Elijah McGuire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was sick that was a very nice play. That's what I'm. That's uh, that plays what I'm talking about, and the whole first team rep. Beautiful play calling all around. So I like what Adam Gase is bringing so far. No, we didn't even we he's didn't impressed. get to mention um, Dorch. Yeah, Greg he Dorch caught a well touchdown, too. and he's penciled in right now as I a starting punter. I think he's going to make returner. the team as a starting as a punt returner special yeah. team. So he's pretty impressive. He caught so a good, touchdown. Good thing yesterday. we good thing we got one good acquisition on our special teams. Because, right. Oh, we we also didn't mention the first team defense. I mean, they got a three and out. That was really as much as they yeah, as much as they did. Making a play in the backfield on mm-hmm. it was either first or second down on a run. I mean, no surprise there. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, excited to see them the play a full game. Yeah. Did CJ play last night? Did I, he play that first drive? No, he wasn't. No, I don't there. think so. No. I think mo- I think he, he sat. On the field, so I didn't even notice. He sat. Le'Veon sat. Um, the Jets released a a uh, list. Of, I don't think Quincy played. No. Did Robbie play? I think he did play. Uh, he was dressed up for warm-ups, but... Well, yeah, well, I think most yeah, of them think dressed for warm-ups. Really they just didn't play the game. There was a pretty decent... Leo didn't... Leonard Williams didn't play last night. Mm-hmm. There was a list that... There was a pretty decent list that yeah. didn't play last night. Obviously, Marcus May, he's still on the pub list. Who knows if he, when he's well, going to be healthy. I have no he idea. He said he's dealing with a nerve injury, which yeah. is, you know, kind of scary to think about. Um, I, we understand why they're taking so much time mm-hmm. to... But get to the the awful part of last night. So we're gonna rip McCagden for this, even though we kind of like the we like the Blake Pat the Blake Cashman pick right now. We saw that. Well, I saw this first day of open practice at camp. Joe, you saw it too mm-hmm. when you went. Chandler Canzara was missing two of three, three of four in training camp. So this is no surprise to me. To other Jeff fans that haven't been to camp, this is kind of you know. Stupid. Chandler Canzaro goes one for three on extra points, and he missed the second one badly. Oh, how like horrible. horrible! Did it get tipped? It looked like I don't know. Just... I, I have no. I, I have no idea. It's like what are he you, needs what to are be cut. Doing? He needs to be cut. The first day of training camp, I was there. He missed two of three easy extra points, easy. And then when you went, Joe, he was two. Of, he missed two or three two extra three, points. Yeah. It's just not good. To let a Pro Bowl kicker and Jason Myers walk because you don't want to pay him the money that Seattle ended up paying him. I'm sorry, but like kickers are not easy to come by nowadays. They're not. And if you have a bad kicking game, I mean, you could have a great wa- roster all around, but if you need three points to win a, to the Bears. Yeah, but if you need three points to win a game and it comes down to your kicker, you're screwed if you don't have a good kicker. What kickers are out there? We talked about this last night pretty a little bit. There's uh not really. I'll take anybody over this guy right now, though. I will. I don't know. You know, a lot of Jet fans are calling for Ross Martin. He was, you know, formerly the team. He didn't make the team. He was the backup kicker a couple years ago. He didn't make it, but 
there's YouTube videos of him hitting 60 yard field goals. Like, I don't know what we're waiting for here. I really don't. But they need to, and I'm shocked at Joe Douglas, kind of, that he hasn't brought in competition yet Mm -hmm. for this kicking position. I'm shocked. I mean, maybe he's a little busy on the offensive line thing. I, I really have no idea. I really have no idea. But they need to bring in a kicker now. They need to cut They need to cut Chandler Canzaro. I don't care what the cap hit is, if there is any, whatever. They need to cut him. He's got to go. There's no There's no if, ands, or but about it. Jets next up, they got Atlanta on Thursday in game in week number two of the preseason. So overall, our thought, what do are, what are we think about the Jets yesterday? Uh, overall. First-team offense looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Chris Herndon, too bad he's going to be suspended for the first four years. Yeah, the Jets are going to miss him. Because that connection, that 30-yard pass that Sam you know, bought time, ran up in the pocket, threw on the run, perfect perfect pass to mm-hmm. Herndon. Um, Crowder's going to be a stud. I think Ty Montgomery's going to be a huge mm-hmm. pickup for this team. Mm-hmm. The fact that you know when we see the full offense, the fact that Le'Veon and Ty Montgomery can play at the same time, and you're going to have two very reputable running backs in the mm-hmm. backfield that defenses aren't going to know which person's going to get the ball. That's going to be fantastic. Um, I, I just really think there's a lot of weapons on this offense. There now. is. Like Quincy, uh, I think that Gase is going to use him more than just, you know, um, Jeremy Bates' bubble screens. Mm. Um, I, don't, I don't see them playing a lot of bubble screens this year. I, really I mean, I don't. could see it a, a couple times. Every once in a while, um, but not a lot. I could see screens to the running backs a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. I think you know Robbie is going to have a good year. Um, I think I think Gase for this offense is going to be perfect. I think a lot of the the offensive players are going to have career years this year. Is it? Would it be fair to say that maybe this year the offense could be the strength of this team, and maybe it's not so defensive heavy I, I like it's always been? I think if that's the case, the Jets are going to be a playoff team. If the offense is, you the know, strength. the strength. Because the defense is very good, too. Yeah. With Greg Williams, if the, if the offense is better than the defense, I think that means the Jets have a very successful mm-hmm. season. Your only concern, really, I think. Because that means your quarterback, sorry to cut you off, that right. means your quarterback is playing very, very good. And we're and expecting if, a lot from Sam yeah, in year two. If you have a quarterback playing very, 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 very well, and your offense is the strength of your team, you're probably a very successful team. Yeah. Because your quarterback is leading the way. I love I love the defense. I, I love what we have. The cornerback position is a, you know, they need to figure something out. Last night, Perry Nickerson, Doug Middleton, they were not good last night. Uh, I was so, so I was so high on Perry Nickerson last year too. Mm-hmm. I thought his speed was gonna be really good. He just overplayed he overplayed yeah. balls all over the place. He was he was reaching out. He was just trying he was trying to make a play. Okay, I get it. It's preseason. That's when you want to try and that's when you when you want to try these things and see if they work. Are you talking about that slant across the middle to Benny Fowler? No, he I it might have been. No, I don't think so though. I think he was the one that got burnt on that. I think Benny they threw that quick slant no, but to he, Benny Fowler. He, he dove at a pat he dove at a throw and he just completely whiffed on it. Like Maybe to try and make a watching like to try point. and make a play on it. I think it was in the th- I think it probably was in the third quarter, I believe. Yeah, I might have been. But uh, I was in and out of this game. The weather delay really killed the vibe mm-hmm. for this game. Yeah, I don't know if the corner. You know, besides Tremaine Johnson, Dower. I mean, the first the first team corners did their thing. They were pretty good, but other than that, like the depth as far as depth it's goes, the they need help. It's the weak point in their defense. And the thing is, like at Gase, Joe Douglas, they know this, but you know, I'm but not you know I'm not going to get impatient. But like, when are they going to start doing something? When are they going to well, start? Well, you know, I in? I can't say that I I'm getting impatient because. 
Joe Douglas has been doing a lot to the offensive line, yeah. which is something that really, really something needed that they to need. be done. Yeah. So corners, I think, was like a good secondary thing mm-hmm. to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, he did, I believe, he did bring in one or two guys from free, free agency so far. No, oh, no Todd name. Frazier. No name. Did he guys. hit? All, did he actually just hit that? That is unreal. Are you kidding? Oh my goodness. Todd Frazier just hit a three-run homer in the bottom of the ninth off of Doolittle to tie the game at six all. The Todd father. Oh my goodness. Even though I'm a Yankee fan, it's the game I wish I was at. Oh wow. Like if you're if you're just a sports fan in general, like pl- playoff atmospheres and that's unbelievable. Are you kidding? That is so sick. Wow. 437 feet. Jeez. City field. I'm gonna I gotta put the volume on for a second. Oh, wow. Oh, Todd Mickey's Frazier. smiling. He saved my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my job yeah. saved. Wow. Are you kidding? Todd Frazier. The Mets. Oh. Um, the Mets are the story right now. Tom oh. Smith. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding? I I'm see so this. happy it was Todd Frazier, too. Oh, wow. Imagine they walk this off now, too. All right, do we have any more football to cover? Because we got to get to baseball. No, right? we got to get to baseball. All right, that's enough for the that's enough for <laughs> football Jets right gonna, now. The Jets. I won't say recognition prediction. The Jets are making the playoffs this year. Okay, this was a bomb. Eleven and five. Oh, oh. wow. All right, we're gonna take our first break. Oh, that's could it. Could you, Joe? Panic? Are you kidding? Oh, true. Next moment on the first, that was a bomb. Wow, and he just walked. Whoa, Todd Fraser. Oh wow! All right, all right. We're gonna take a break. We come back. I we're gonna sports. we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk Yankees and Mets, and then after that, we got something to talk about with Antonio Brown, the New York the New York Islanders getting their new their thumbs up for the Belmont. That's pretty cool. And Scott's got to do his uh his good old uh, trivia questions. Joe, are yeah. You oh yeah, it's bad. Five and twenty. <laughs> <laughs> We'll do that when we come, come back. back. You're listening. Back. You're listening to Tri-State <laughs> Sports <laughs> Beat. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. The Mets have Joe Panic on. Back. We are back. Joe Panic got on oh base. The goodness. new addition for the There's New still York There's still no outs. Still nobody out. Oh, Ligaris, get it down. Oh. That is a horrible bump. I could have done better than that. <laughs> uh, uh. So, boys, do we want to start with the Mets or do we want to start with the We got to go with the Mets because we we we're, wa- we're live watching. Got to go with the Mets. This is live reaction. Yeah. They are currently in Game One against the Washington Nationals, a very big, important series. Because if they come back and win, this is a season-defining right here. Because they just came off a four-game sweep of the Miami Marlins. This is where they choke. This is it, Joe. Joe's still oh, not. Boy. Joe's not on the train. Oh, Ligaris. Oh boy, Ligaris, oh, horrible bump. Wow. Ligaris is what I like to call. Dead weight. <laughs> dead weight Juan Lagares. He sucks. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm telling you. Uh, well, Joe Panic, Joe Panic in his Mets debut got, got a base hit, so that's good. All right, so let's do this Marlins series while we were watching the this game live right now. Game one of four. Mets win 6-2. Jacob DeGrom took the hill. Seven innings, five hits, two runs, eight strikeouts. Uh, the Mets got out to a one nothing lead off a McNeil solo home run. Game tied at one in the third. Ahmed Rosario puts one in the seats to give them a 2-1 to one lead. And then Big Jake, Jacob DeGrom, maybe the best hitting pitcher in the league right now. 
Hits a two-run single in the fourth to make it 4-1. to one. They get two runs in the fifth, courtesy of an Alonzo RBI single and a J.D. Davis sack fly to make it 6-1. to one. Marlins get one in the sixth, but it wouldn't really matter because Justin Wilson and Edwin Diaz would close the door, and the Mets win game one 6-2. So at that point, they, you know, they were still on a little win streak here, but of course it would extend a little bit. That I can't get over that. I really can't get over that Todd Frazier. It's like a whiteout. Oh my goodness. Look at the jump. Oh, I love that. When like crowds <laughs> all jumping together. There's nothing out. more hype. All right, so one out in the bottom of the nine, six, six, and Jeff McNeil. Free shirt Friday, whiteout. Like, are you kidding? I know. I think Evan, I think Evan Roberts is at he this is. game. He's wearing a Rico uh I don't know. Some guy from like 1980s. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I was listening to it on the radio. Yeah. All right, so Scott, do game two if you have it, if you can. Uh, sure. I didn't even. I forgot you did game oh, one. Yeah, I'm more. Okay. I'm paying attention it, to live. All right, game two. Uh, a little bit of a closer game. Walter Lockett. This is the game two of that doubleheader. Uh, Walter Lockett started uh, four and two thirds, eight hits, four runs, four strikeouts. Really, all you can ask for from Walter Lockett. Yeah. Uh, the Mets got out to an early two nothing lead because. They seem to just get out the multi-run leads these oh, days, God. even when they lose. Um, Joe was not happy. Oh, sorry, Joe. Um, Joe doesn't like baseball. Oh. Conforto hit a two-run single uh, that gave them the 2 nothing lead. Marlins get one in the fourth and three in the fifth, take a 4-2 lead. Then the Mets come back against the Marlins in the seventh. This is one of the comebacks of the year, I think, for them. And score three runs off a J.D. Davis solo home run, a Conforto solo home run, and an Alonzo solo home run. Unbelievable. Uh, and the uh, Mets come back, take that 5-4 lead, and they would never turn away. Familia and Lugo take care of business. Familia, good job. Yeah, good job. Uh, Seth Lugo, oh my goodness. That no. pitch should have been hit. Get down, get down, get down. Um, Familia, good job. Seth Lugo has been a stud. Yeah. Best two two inning save um, in that game, and then the Mets win 5-4. Mm-hmm. Uh, game three, um, 5 nothing win for the Mets. Zach Wheeler, fantastic mm-hmm. appear, uh, start. Eight innings, eight hits, no runs, five strikeouts. Um, the Mets had a one nothing lead in the third inning, and they, they opened up the game in that inning with a three-run uh, three third. Um Wilson Ramos, a three-run homer who's been hitting the cover off the Which baseball. Is amazing. Um, I think they call him the Buffalo. Really? Uh yeah, I think. Um, oh, their player. Did you see what the Mets players weekends nicknames are? No, I had I didn't. Um Pete is gonna have polar bear on the back of his. Of course. Uh McNeil's, McNeil's gonna have squirrel. Um Marcus Stroman has um HD um HDMH or something like that. Uh, heart doesn't measure height or height doesn't measure heart. That's it. Uh, that's like his. And when is slogan. Players Weekend? I'm not sure. Whenever the Yankees play the Dodgers. Um, that is two weeks. The twenty third, twenty fourth, and twenty fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, um, Alonzo would also hit a solo home run in the fifth, who was also red hot. Um. The, the Marlins never had a chance against Zach Wheeler. No, they didn't. They couldn't touch him. They and the Mets would win 5-0. Yep. Game four, Steven Matz, another another very good outing by him. Six and two-thirds, seven hits, two runs, seven strikeouts. Again, the Mets got out to a multi-run lead, 2-0 lead in the first off of Pete Alonso, two-run homer. What else is new, really? Because he, you said it yourself, he's red hot, can still continue in now. And Marlins 
they get one in the second to make it two to one. Now Michael Conforto, who's been raking as well, have a, hits a two run homer in the third after Matt's gets on base and singles oh boy. to make it four to one. Then the Mets would get more in the seventh and with a McNeil two run homer, a Conforto solo home run to make it seven to two. And the bullpen again gets it done. Mets win seven to two. They sweep the Marlins as they should. Duh, how you doing, Miami? And nine and one in their last ten. They've won six in a row. And Joe, are you listening? Uh-huh. They are a half game out of the National League. Oh, well. Conforto. You have to turn the volume on. All right. Conforto's on. Two two runners on, two, two outs. On, two outs. Bottom nine. Michael Conforto's coming to the plate. Joe, they're I'll, a half a game out my, of the My roommate's card. FaceTiming me. Should I answer it? Yeah, of course. Hello, Michael. <laughs> oh, what's up? If he hits a home run right here, I will go nuts. <laughs> oh, dude, the the are you ahead of me? What's the count right now? What's the, what's the count right now? I what? One of Scott's roommates is live and in living color City Field right now, watching the game. So, Joe, they're half game out. Oh, you're ahead of me. Yes, it's it's two zero. The the TV's on two zero count. Oh, oh oh, he hung up. All right. So that was live and in living color from City Field at this moment, dude. I wish I was there. Yeah. I don't even care. I'm a Yankee all fan, but this is you you. No matter who you're who who you're a fan of, mm-hmm. unless this is a Red Sox team, I'd hate it. Yeah, of course. Uh, it, you can't like you can't hate. Like atmospheres like this, right. like I have Absolutely. nothing against the Mets. Oh, like yeah. I, I've been on the record saying, "Oh my oh. goodness," um, I, I want the Mets and the Yankees both to be good because I want to. I want to see a Subway experience. Series before I die. Yep, mm-hmm. I would love because to see that. in two thousand, none of us were, you know, was great. Yeah, there was there was no way we were uh, experiencing that. Right. So as I was saying, Joe, they're a half game out of the National League Wild Card. I'm still not on the train yet. See, I could see that because they beat up on crap, but yeah. now, now like they're battling with the with the national number one wild card team in the national exactly. league. See you later. Oh, oh my, my goodness. goodness! Oh, he got down. Davis won. Are you kidding? Mets win seven to six. Oh my goodness! I have to call it. Michael Conforto. Are you kidding? Let's go Mets! Oh, he he canceled. Oh, are you kidding? Oh my goodness, what a win for the Let's Mets. Go. He took his jersey off. Did they rip his jersey off or did they take it off? <laughs> Michael Conforto, who's been red hot like we just said. Wow. Mets That's win 7-6 in the bottom of the ninth. Dom Smith Dom, on his scooter. Dom Smith's <laughs> rolling around on his scooter. Wow. <laughs> Wait, I'm pretty sure that said LFGM on the license plate on the front of his That's scooter. That's amazing. Oh, the New York Mets, man. Hey, Joe. Joe, you, you, you are you back? Oh, Robbie Cano can I'm, stand. I'm here. LFGM, it says on the wow. front of Dom Smith's scooter. The Mets come back from down six to three. Ugh, I kind of wish Conforto would put a shirt on now. Put your jersey back on, Michael. Oh, he's calling me now. Damn. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> That was amazing. 
World Series. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> that was great. Look at Juan Lagares oh, acting like he dude, did something. This the atmosphere on TV looks sick. Wow. Todd Frazier's home run to tie it. Wow. Awesome. All right. Let's move on. Joe, come on. You gotta be you gotta hop on the train now. You have to. I'm you not to. hopping on the Slow train on. yet. What? I'm not hopping on the train yet. Come on. I can't. Joe, now they're I, I think can't. now I think they're in it because they were in the did half I, game. What did I say? I, I told you. Final game of the season is when it, they're gonna meet their demise. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not going back on that. I hope you're wrong. I'm, I'm, I hope I'm wrong too. I would love to see the Subway Series because I've only heard. Well, Subway Series is not happening this yeah, year. Well, I, I, under, I get it, but it it's in the making, is what I'm saying. Okay. I just don't. I, not this year. They're, they're acting like it's the World Series. This team was 11 games under 500 at one point. And now they're back. Back from the dead. Okay, you know how both my arms are out of the grave? Now my head's out. Got it. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Remember that sound bite, Scott? Oh, the Mets season is over. They're back. <laughs> they are They're back. back. We've been ripping them for so long. Mets are back. Nope. The Mets are I'm back. I'm sticking by what I said. Okay. Good. I'm sticking by what I said. But I am believing in this team now. Oh, they have man. made a believer I'm, out of I'm, me. I'm fully in. They have made a believer out of us, except for you. Disappointment is a scary thing. I That's mean, fine. There's a reason Joe doesn't comment on baseball. Exactly. There is. There <laughs> is. That's exactly right. But Dude, let's... They, like this team has everything. They right. have pitching. They have hitting now. They just you know if their bullpen can continue to figure it out. Just do what they're doing. Just don't lose them games. Phil Regan, give him the MVP. Yeah, how you doing? Amazing. LFGM. All right. Unbelievable. Let's see how those Yankees are doing. They lost already. They did? No, tough. Oh. Go from really happy to really sad, just like that. All right, so let's move on. In this series against the Marlins, pitching was great. The rotation, on point. They're getting a lot of love that they deserve. But the bullpen is doing their job. They are not blowing games for them. Because think about this. If they didn't blow so many games in the beginning of the year, this team would be well above 500. No problem. Yeah. But now they're a couple games over 500. I think they're now in that wild card spot, or they're tied for it because it was a half game. Check those uh, updated standings if you could for me. Uh, they probably won't be updated no, yet on ESPN. Not yet. They but, take a little while. But um, uh, I could give you some updated scores at the moment. Go ahead. Uh, if this will load, if anyone cares about preseason, Pittsburgh is beating Ta- uh, Tampa Bay thirty to sixteen. Turn that on. Uh, it's on the NFL Network. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Red Sox are beating the Angels sixteen four. Not that that applies to the Mets at all, but um, one second, please. Okay, the Brewers are up two one on the Rangers. Um, the Rangers have bases loaded, two outs. Shinsu Chu is at the plate. Mm-hmm. So that's big for the uh, Mets right there because Milwaukee's only a half game up. Mm-hmm. Um, the Phillies are tied 0-0 in the tops of the second with the Giants. Uh, the Cardinals are tied 2-2 with the Pirates. Um, 
Yeah, so. Wow. So the Mets are looking I pretty good right now. I can't believe it. They are looking really good right now. They are 60 and 56. Mm-hmm. After being 11 games under 500. Unbelievable. We thought they were dead. How silly of us. Too soon. We should have been believers. But can you blame us, though? So a little bit of, I mean, if you want to call it bad news, maybe it's a blessing in disguise. Cano goes down with a torn hamstring, hits the 10-day IL, could possibly be back before the season is over. But to fill that void, they signed uh, second baseman Joe Panic after he was DFA'd wow. by the Giants. So as of right now, the Mets are tied for the second wild card spot. And that's going to be either, they're either going to be in the second wild card spot or they're going to be a half game out depending on what the Brewers do and mm-hmm. what the Phillies do. So we will see what happens by the end of the night. The Mets could be tied for the wild card spot, or they could be a half game out still. So as I was saying, they signed Joe Panic off of waivers after he was DFA'd by the Giants. To make room for him, they DFA'd Denny Echevarria. So, Oh, yeah. Do you want to know why? Why? Because he was due a roster bonus tomorrow if he was still on the team. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so good move. Good move by the Mets. Um. One million dollar roster bonus. Yeah, no. Will Ponds were not paying. Yeah, of course not. Even if he was batting three fifty, exactly, he was getting sent down. So, upcoming for the Mets, they got two more now against the Nationals because they just won tonight, as you heard. Um, they got three against the Braves in Atlanta, three against the Royals in Kansas City, and then three against the Indians back at City Field. So, I said this last week is it's going to be very it's going to be really telling. What happens in this national series and this brave series so far? So good, but we'll see what happens when the uh, as they move forward a little bit. We're a little hyped though. We're a little hyped. My heart is beating. We're hyped around the New York Mets right now. Um, oh, Pete Alonso just tweeted hashtag okay. LFGM. If you don't know, now you know. Very nice, Pete. All right, so I guess with all this excitement, what? <laughs> I'm not going to read that. Let's not. Um, let's transition to the other team in town, our team, the New York Yankees. And I don't want to sound so disappointed because they just lost, but they won the other night. Um, what is it? A three-game series against the Blue Jays. They are tied one-one at that point, so it's the rubber game will be tomorrow. But we're going to talk about the three-game series versus the Orioles, and let's get it going, Scott. Game one. All right, game one was Tanaka versus Yanoa. Uh, don't you know, you know don't, him? I don't know him. Bobby Cano, <laughs> don't you know him? Uh, Tanaka, five and a third, ten hits, five runs, four strikeouts. Another, you know, not Man. great outing from Tanaka. I'm pretty sure he has a 10.35 ERA over his last six starts. Mm. Um, not what you're looking for. No. So the uh, this game was tied 1-1 in the fifth, but then the Yankees, you know, Next man up, uh, they go for three in that inning, uh, courtesy of a Valera two-run triple, and then uh, he scored on a throwing error by Jonathan VR mm-hmm. to take a 4-1 lead. Uh, then the Yankees would get two more in the sixth. Garter and talk, Mike literally Trout Talkman. <laughs> uh, one of my friends started saying that, and now I say it every time. Uh, Mike Three literally Trout Talkman and Brett Gardner solo shots to make it 6-1. Tanaka would give up three in the sixth, but then Tommy Canely would replace him and actually give up a two-run home run to Jonathan Villar to tie the game at six, which mm. is very un-Tommy Canely-like this yeah. year. After he was named the reliever of the month, yeah. I think, last month. Um, and then built Ford Mike, uh, built tough Mike built Ford. Ford. Built Ford Mike, built Mike Ford Tough. Mike tough. 
<laughs> built tough, build tough Mike Ford solo home run to make it a uh, seven six, and then Mike literally Trout the Talkman sock the sock man comes up and blasts a two run insurance home run uh, after a Guardy single, um, and then Britton would come in and Chapman would come in and shut the door, and the Yankees would win nine six. I think what else, whatever else we're about to say, we don't expect anything less from the New York Yankees against the Baltimore Orioles yeah. this year. The Orioles are a pitiful oh, baseball man. team. So they took they put Jonathan Holder out there in game two. They won nine to four. Holder went two and two thirds, three hits, two runs, two strikeouts. It was really just an opener bullpen day for the for the Yankees. They got out to a three-nothing lead in the third. Hello, Mike Talkman. How you doing? He homers, DJ Homers, DD Homers to grab an early three-nothing lead. Um, the Orioles would get two in their half of the third to make it three to two. Romy, my homie, then would add a two-run double to in the fourth to score Maben and Mike Ford, built Ford tough, uh, to make it five to two. And then from there it was all Yankees. Romine homered in the sixth, Talkman doubles in the eighth, Guardian Maben both homer in the ninth to give the Yankees a nine to four victory. We're gonna be hearing Mike Talkman a lot more too. All right. Game three. Paxton versus Means. Paxton Great outing from James Paxton. Six and two thirds, five hits, one run, seven strikeouts. Did I mention the Yankees would win fourteen to two? The Yankees had a four nothing lead in the fourth after a Maven RBI single and a Kyle Higashioka the home run stroka three run home run. Uh, Urshela, Gio Urshela. Remember all those people that said, "Oh, Gio's going to cool off by July." How you doing? It's August. He's not cooling off. He's, He's not- hot. <laughs> he had a two-run home run in the fifth to make it 6-1. Uh, then the Yankees would score five runs in the sixth inning, headlined by another Geo hot as heck Urshela, a two-run home run oh, happy fella. to make it 11-1. Uh, and then Maven solo home run and a Kyle Higashioka, the double home run stroka, hits another two-run home run in the ninth to make it 14-1. The Orioles would add a measly, you know, thanks for coming run in the ninth to make it 14 2, and that'd be the end of that game. The Yankees would absolutely demolish Baltimore. Sweep the O's. How you doing, Baltimore? Not too well, because they're going to lose 100 games this year. 10 and a half game lead on the Tampa Bay Rays, 16 game lead on Boston, and they've won nine in a row. Now they've lost one in a row. Yeah, well, that happens sometimes. Let's talk about the hot hitters. Talkman raked in this series. <laughs> we talked, we just said his name a lot. Last seven games. How much time we got? Oh, we're good. Last seven games, he's batting 417, 24 at bats, 10 hits, 13 RBIs, four runs, a 481 on base percentage, and slugging percentage of it, 958. Joe Urshela? Oh, I'm sorry. Mike Talkman's playing so well. Clint Frazier, who? Sorry. I wouldn't go that far. Come on. He's killing it right now. I know he's killing it, but... His defense is helping him, too. That's true. Come on now. Sorry. Clint Frazier's living that Scranton life. Yeah, he is. And apparently, he's you know, he's, doing, he's doing better. But apparently not as good for the, you know, for the Yankees to call him up. Gio Urshela? Go ahead, go ahead, Scott. You want to talk about your boy, Gio? He's fantastic. He is fantastic. Last seven games, a 444 batting average in 27 at-bats. He has 12 hits. 10 RBIs, 5 home runs. He has a 483 on base percentage and a 1.111 slugging percentage. That is a 1.5 OPS. Mm-hmm. Unreal. Stunning. Absolutely. The stunning. Yankees outscored the Orioles 32 to 12 in the series. 
Um, Tanaka continued his struggles. Hopefully he needs, uh, hopefully for the Yankees sake, he turns it around come postseason time because the Yankees need Tanaka big game Tanaka. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Paxton, you know, kept it going second start in a row. That was very good. Yeah. Um, I mean, against the Orioles, we'll see what happens when he faces a better lineup. Obviously we saw what he did I was, against Boston I, I was, on Sunday. Yeah, but... And I was killing him a little bit and I was also killing Jay Happ, but he blew chunks tonight too. But we'll talk about that on Friday. <laughs> But blue chunks. He did. He did. Uh, yeah, the Yankees are ten and zero at Camden Yards uh, this year, and they broke the all-time record um, for home runs in a, against a team in a season. They have forty-three, 43 home runs, and they still have like four more games to play against the Orioles. Mm-hmm. So, um, nice. yeah. So Camden Yards is also they should put a sign there. I think they should say AKA Yankee Yankee Stadium South. <laughs> Yankee, it's like home. It's it's like home. Fumble. Good Tampa. I was going to say that. Um, Scott, I want to know your reaction to this. The Yankees are playing the White Sox next year in Iowa. Field of Dreams. The yeah. site of Field of Dreams. I kind of wish they would stop using the Yankees as these kind of games. But you, but you kind of like you like the idea. I like the idea, but like use like the Cubs or the Royals. The Yankees are the Yankees. They're only using the Yankees because they're a big brand. They're baseball. Yeah, so are the Cubs. That's true. But a poll was taken. I don't know when this was um, of team popularity in that region in Iowa, and the Cubs and the Royals are the top two teams there. How about we use those two teams? I'm kind of tired of you know. Yeah, it's a it's cool opportunity, I guess, if you're going to be able to go to the game. Like those tickets are gonna be impossible to get. It's limited eight, it's yeah, eight thousand seats. Yeah. Like, are you kidding? Um, yeah, they're gonna be impossible to get between the London series and that BS that happened this year, mm. and that is a horrible pass. Wow, that <laughs> wide receiver just did not know where the ball was. <laughs> um, yeah, between the London series and the I, I don't know. I just kind of wish they would stop using the. Yankees I like the concept. I, the concept's cool and stuff, but I don't know. Eh. Whatever. I mean, I guess it's cool that the the Yankees get the opportunity, and like I said, if you're gonna have the opportunity to go to the game, then that's cool. But like yeah. for us, for me, it's like specifically, I'm not gonna be able to go to the game. The tickets are gonna be impossible to get. So and hella expensive at that point. Too, yeah. So. I think it's a cool concept. I've watched Field of Dreams, you know. It's an iconic baseball movie. I could, you know, it's kind of cool that they're going to Iowa. Well, the Yankees going to emerge from the cornfield. I I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> but I think it's I think it's a cool concept. They've never played baseball in Iowa before. They don't have professional teams other besides the Jayhawk, uh, Jayhawks, wow. The Hawkeyes, Hawkeyes and the and the Cyclones and college football. They college have the Iowa Wild. What the hell is that? An AHL team. Oh. The Wilds AHL team. Okay, well, they have that too. Good, that's good. But they don't have baseball, so it'll be a good opportunity, I guess. And they're probably gonna, you know, experience this. You know, they're probably gonna, you know, experiment this as the years go on. So might as well just get used to it at this point. And yeah, it's probably gonna be the Yankees because they are baseball's biggest brand. They're baseball. They're you know they're the most winning winningest team in baseball and maybe even in sports history. So I mean, it's just kind of they're the most popular team. So that's why they're going there. The White Sox, I don't understand, but yeah, I don't know. whatever. It is what it is. All right, that's baseball talk. We're going to take another quick break. We're going to wrap up the show with um, some Antonio Brown talks and just absolutely ridiculous crap. The Islanders get the okay for Belmont and on this day in sports history. And, Scott, 
has to catch up on his uh his old trivia there for the month. Of yeah, August. at least that won't be as bad as Joe. Yeah. We'll see. Comeback is coming. Oh jeez. When? You're five and twenty. When? Soon. When? Uh, we'll see what happens when we come back. You're listening to Tri State Sports Beat. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Nick here. It's much later in the night after we just recorded this episode. Just want to let you guys know that this last segment that you were supposed to hear about Antonio Brown and the Islanders' Belmont stakes and Scott answering his questions along with on this day in sports history got deleted as it was loading. It's a little bug that happens with the with our platform that we use sometimes. Very, very annoying. Very, very unfortunate, but I'm sorry about that. So this is the end of our program. Um, we basically just talked about Antonio Brown and his issues with the helmet and you know shenanigans going on around Raiders camp along with his feet injury and um, about how he's mysteriously disappeared from Raiders camp, but we don't know anything else about that. The Islanders got the okay for their Belmont, a 19,000-seat arena, so they will be moving to, on the island at Belmont Park. We also did Scott's questions. He went one and four, so that brings him to eleven and fourteen. Me at twelve and thirteen, and Joe at five and twenty. Um, we did on this day in sports history, but I'm not going to recap that for you. But sorry about that. The segment got deleted. You know, happens sometimes. Sorry about that. So this is the end of the show. Just want to let you guys know. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and all our other platforms that we got going on. Post every twice every week. So stay tuned for new episodes and new content coming up. And we will be live from Jets Camp on Sunday, August 11th. So if you guys are out there, don't be shy to say hi. And uh, we'll be very active on Instagram and Twitter there. So sorry about the segment, guys, but this is the end of episode number 81. And we'll be back next week. Till then, talk to you guys later. If you want to interact with us, follow us on Twitter at TriState underscore Beat. Also, if you want to make an appearance on the show, send us a message on the Anchor app. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New York Start spreading the news